I never have fear to ask questions because till the time you don't ask questions, you will not get answers. So you have to ask the right questions to the right people. You are listening Nursing Leaders Opinion, crafted by Nursing News India. Today we are going to talk with Swati Rane, who is a nurse and public health expert. Hi Swati, welcome to the show. Can you please introduce yourself and briefly tell us about your professional journey? Hi everybody, I'm Dr. Swati Rane from Mumbai, India. I'm a nurse entrepreneur. I did my uh, bachelor's in nursing. And after that, I was working as a critical care nurse for a couple of years. And I realized that a lot of things are missing, which I want. Like uh, I wanted to uh, have good, healthy work environment for the nurses. I wanted good place for the patients to get speedy recovery, like having a garden in the hospital or having a small, good uh, cafe in the hospital that was my dream and I started to hunt where can I get this type of dreams because I used to see these things in the international hospitals and that's how I did my master's in hospital administration from Tata Institute of Social Sciences and after completing my master's uh, I was working in uh, one of the pioneer uh, healthcare giants uh, corporate uh, companies and uh, after working with them I realized somewhere that you know uh, I need to learn also to how to plan and design hospitals and that's how I started working uh, in a consultancy firm who is very much uh, reputed and uh, plans hospitals and designs hospitals I worked with them for a couple of years and then I realized that now I have to plan the hospitals on the sites. And I joined another corporate uh, hospital company, uh, which had around five hospitals coming in, which were from 100 beds to 350 beds. So uh, at one point, I was planning around five hospitals. So I finished planning the hospitals. And then I realized that now I have to do something else. And I applied for my doctorate in uh, hospital administration and after completing my doctorate in hospital administration I started my own boutique healthcare company called as Seva Shakti and during uh, I had good uh, uh, type what do you say good projects in various uh, fields of healthcare uh, planning training uh, acquisitions uh, policy making and then I realized that the most important thing what was missing that I have to do something for nurses. Okay, And during COVID, I uh, took it as a challenge to stand by nurses and do advocacy work for the nurses and the patients. And for past one year, I have been uh, doing a lot of research work, a lot of advocacy work for the nurses and the patients. And I'm very happy that I'm getting good support from the nursing fraternity, from the healthcare system, from the nursing leaders, from the healthcare leaders, and also the political people uh, to bring change. And that's how I am here as uh, wearing many caps, like a researcher cap, like an advocacy activist cap, a cap of uh, entrepreneur, a cap of a trainer and a coach, 
so that's how i am you are very active on social media during the complete lockdown and never missed a chance to indicate issues in healthcare what motivate you for this uh, basically uh, i started my advocacy uh, during uh, covid that is from march and i was very active uh, on social media uh, during the covid uh, struggle that was only because that i could find many of the nurses who were frontline nurses they had lot of issues many were on strike many were not re- able to reach their voices were not reaching to the higher authorities higher authorities were not able to you know go back to the nurses and help and uh, most of the thing was that you know they were feeling uh, helpless and that was the time i thought the best way is to use social media and on social media you get everybody from the prime minister to the health minister to the chief minister to all the uh, people who are supporting to the nurses and also the most important thing is the big organizations like who they all are un are all there icn is all there on the social media so your voices can be raised if you tag them and that was the best uh, uh, tool for me or a twitter my twitter handle was the best tool for me to reach to the right people and bring change my whole thing was to get uh, the answers or the solutions as earliest as possible and get people connected uh, with me to you know fight for the cause and the most important thing uh, what i understood is that we all have to come together to fight this struggle because covid is not a problem which can be solved by one profession it is a society's problem it is the nation's problem it is the globe's problem so you know uh, that is that is the reason i started becoming more active on social media You always promote a positive aspect of life and never hesitate in pointing scary comments made by people. How you do this? Uh actually I was always for the cause. Okay, I have always worked for a cause. So uh I never uh, have fear, you know, to ask questions because till the time you don't ask questions you will not get answers. so you have to ask the right questions to the right people so that is the reason you know uh, i understood that you know you have to ask questions for example if the nurses were not getting ppe kits i had to raise this question in the media why are the nurses not getting ppe kits if the nurses don't get ppe kits how will they take care of the corona patients in dice that's how you know when we reached to the media and when media reached to the uh, cm because that time ppe kits were not available anywhere in the country okay so when they reached to the cm that time cm assured to the nurses that around they will get you know at least 100 ppe kits at least in that hospital will reach within evening okay and that's how uh, i understood that you know getting uh, bold is very important in today's uh, world without being bold uh, you cannot uh, get your answers and you cannot fight okay so and this is not actually a fight this is actually you know you're serving the nation by asking the right questions to the right authorities so i think uh, it everybody should ask questions 
when they see there are problems because problems always will get solutions only when you try to understand why the cause is there and till the time you don't understand the cause you will not get the solution but for getting the solution you have to reach to the higher authorities to the system okay and system and higher authorities up to my knowledge they always want to help the only thing is that you have to reach them in the right spirit they will not help you immediately so you have to have patience so this is what i'm doing we heard that family members of the nursing and other healthcare workers were denied treatment during covid-19 peak time what would you say on this uh as i told you covid peak time was a challenge for the whole country okay and public healthcare system was already a system which had become like a old uh, man you know it had already collapsed it was like you know we used to say that you know already the health indian healthcare system was already on the ventilator okay now with covid even the ventilator is not helping the system okay so how do you how do you help yourself okay when you are on ventilator was a big question mark to me because i'm a critical care nurse okay so i always think critically so if your nurses are not helped how your patients will be helped and that was my uh, question again and again to each and every minister that please when you are making the task force you involve nurses because healthcare 60% of your staff or your healthcare providers are nurses and they are the backbone of the healthcare system so if you don't give them representation in the decision making in the team your 60% problems are not solved so if your 60% problems are not solved your 40% cannot help the patient who is on the ventilator that is your healthcare system okay so you need full 100% staff to take care of that ventilated patient that is your healthcare system but if you don't have nurses in your decision making team who will solve their problems and that same thing was happening again and again and again the nurses were not given proper working conditions they were not getting pp kits they were not getting proper time to rest okay many of them were uh, having diabetes and hypertension so they were not even qualified to enter uh, covid wards okay most of them were uh, you know on the side where uh, they didn't have place to go back home okay because their houses had senior citizens with them so there were so many challenges which only the nursing personnel can understand okay so in the team i think uh, the whole uh, team was very patriarchal there was in the task force we didn't find any nurses we didn't find many female doctors there okay so i feel because of that uh, exclusion of the nursing team from the task force uh, nurses were facing a lot of trouble there were many strikes for the unavailability of the ppe kits salary issues for nursing and healthcare workers would you like to say something about it 
I feel uh, nurses uh, is a discipline or a profession which is always sidelined from the main healthcare stream. Okay, it has a history because nursing is always been considered as a help to the medicine, and medicine is like you know is a father, and nursing is like a mother. So the whole decision making side, like a patriarchal system, the decision making thing will be done by. Uh, the medicine people and all the help okay will be done by the nursing people which is not actually okay nursing is a very professional body it has its own knowledge body and nurses don't have to depend always on the doctors to take care of the patient okay so nurses can take care of the patient with the nursing care and the medicos have to take care of the treatment part okay where the nurses definitely follow the doctor's advice but that is only related to the treatment part but nurses work holistically on the patient okay so nurse will, the nurse will take care of the emotional side of the patient the psychological side the patient's relatives what they need what they don't need the hospital administration side so she has a big uh, a uh, cake you know and one small quarter is there the treatment part which is the medico but now in the current scenario the three fourth is taken care by the medicos that is the help for the medicos and one fourth is for the nursing care okay and most of the time what you see is the nurses are mostly doing following doctor's orders a b is completing the clerical work that is the administrative work point that is the nursing care they hardly get time to do it okay so that is one of the reason there is there is no uh, what you say understanding by the whole system of the healthcare system that nursing care is a big chunk and they have to give nursing care to the patient for the betterment of the patient so because the nursing care is not given that much of privilege the nurse is not getting that much of privilege okay so the nurses are not having voice and in the history because the nurses were treated as hands maiden of the doctors like you know they have to help the doctors okay this was not initially like florence nightingale was very um, personality as a nurse okay so she was uh, she was not only at the clinical side but she was also at the policy side she was also at the hospital planning side she was also at taking the decisions okay of the sanitation the environment how the patient should be from where how much sunlight should come to the patient to the ventilation to changing the sanitation the sanitary plumbing to minimize the infection control so she was involved in the whole environment to make the patient uh, have a speedy recovery as earliest as possible so she was on on to the overall holistic uh care of the patient but today if you see that part is been you know slowly slowly been taken out from the nurses like now the nurses are having the hospital administrators who take care of the hospital administration side okay the uh, clerical people or the technical people like technicians taking care of the technical part like now we have ot technicians we have ecg technicians okay and doctors are there for treating the patient so what is today a nurse doing is actually coordinating everything okay and hardly giving nursing care 
So most of her work goes in coordination and paperwork. That is what uh, is left with the nurse and that we have to change. And because of that, what the perception of a patient is that the nurse is there to help the doctors and the nurse is there to help the patient. But they are forgetting that nurse is there to take care, give nursing care to the patient. 24 by 7, the nurse is there for the patient, but hardly she is there at the bedside. So because of that, there is no voice. And if you don't have voice, you don't get respect. If you don't get respect, nobody wants to give you what your, uh, uh, what you say, your rights are. But you have to, have to understand that if the nurse will not get her rights, she cannot demand patient's rights. Okay, so advocacy means that nurses advocate for and of, on behalf of the patients and the family members to ensure that they make informed decisions regarding their health by helping them navigate an increasingly complex healthcare system, ensuring that complex terminology is easily understood by helping the patients and the family members with the ethical decisions related to care. So this is the whole uh, part of advocacy, what she does for the patient. Okay, But for that, she should get her rights. And that is the missing link in the puzzle. And that is the reason our whole healthcare system is not running properly because that piece in the puzzle is missing. Hospital planning is an important part of healthcare delivery. What is your opinion on this? I feel without technology, you cannot run your house, you know, like without the phone, without the smartphone, we can't even start our day. So if that, that technology is there for our day-to-day -day activities, you can imagine how much the technology will play an important part in the nursing care, in the healthcare. Definitely, the technology has come into the healthcare, but for the nursing care, it has hardly come. Okay, so I feel that for the technology to be useful for the nurses, I feel that the nurses should be on the side, on the other side of the table now. Like, for example, I was a clinical nurse and I felt that, you know, the space in which I used to work, okay, was not sufficient for me, okay, because there was so much of uh, machineries because I was a critical care nurse that also cardiac care. So you are, you can imagine like, you know, with the cardiac patient, post-op cardiac patient, there are so many machines which with which, you know, you have to manage the patient. So many syringe pumps are there. If unfortunately a patient is on IBP, that IBP machine will also be there plus patient's bed, plus patient's um, uh, chair will be there, uh, patient's stool will be there. There will be a storage space, okay? So in that small 80 square feet space, you have to manage the patient. And that was the time I felt that, you know, somebody should plan this thing very nicely where the nurse can work comfortably and the patient can enjoy because almost every day the patient only sees the ceiling, sleeping on the bed, okay? And how will that patient recover? And that's how, you know, I start reading about hospital planning okay and I realized that you know there is a course called hospital administration which teaches planning and I applied for that and I did my master's in hospital administration okay and there was a time where I learned about space planning hospital planning hospital designing 
and because i was a nurse i could plan hospitals very very nicely because i knew the operational flow i knew what the patient wanted what the doctors wanted what the nurses wanted but it was not that i stopped there i used to go whenever i used to plan a hospital i used to go and meet the user end i used to meet the doctors the nurses the technicians the front uh, Uh, what you say front desk people and understand what do they want how do they want and then i used to plan my hospitals so in the same way i feel in the technology our nurses should sit with the engineers okay and tell them that i would like to have a uh, a device you know which can tell me when my iv bottle is getting over okay most of the time uh, the nurse misses that and the blood goes back in the iv set okay it is not that she does it purposely but she is so busy with the patient but if there is a device which blinks or which stops it will be such a good thing for the patient and the nurse or even a simple thing about uh, you know giving reminders to the to the nurses about the next dose for the patient okay or even a simple thing like you know a small device with the patient where the nurses give instructions you know so this is the technology which will make the patients and the nurses life easier and the speedy recovery will be there but for that i feel that the nurses now should sit with the engineers and become technocrats only then it will happen if they are there on the patient side it will not happen do you think advocacy in nursing is important and if yes then why i think advocacy is important not only nursing advocacy is important in the whole healthcare system okay so actually what do you mean by advocacy advocacy means the nurse advocates for or on behalf of the patients and the family by ensuring that they make informed decisions regarding their health by helping them navigate an increasingly complex healthcare system okay because healthcare system has so much of complexities even a small disease like diabetes okay the patient doesn't understand the pathophysiology he only understands ki sugar hai lekin wo sugar kya kar raha hai kahan se aata hai sugar they feel that if they eat glucose uh, i mean glucose in the sense uh, anything sweet okay that sweet uh, will turn into glucose and it will go into the blood okay so the basic concept is not understood by the patient because it is very complex at the same time the patient does not understand the medications also because it is complex especially if he is on a insulin it is not so easy okay so it is decision making is very complex for a patient so there should be a person who will be there to stand ethically with the patient and tell that this is right for you this is not right for you this you can do this you cannot do and that i feel a nurse can do much better because 24 by 7 we are the only profession who is with the patient so advocacy is it's must for everybody but more it is important for the nurses because they are there okay with the patient and additionally if you can see also in the community the nurses are more close to the families to the societies it is more easier to reach a nurse than a doctor doctor so advocacy is definitely important and it is critical aspect of high quality and patient centered care okay if you want to give a high quality and a patient centered care advocacy is must without advocacy i don't think uh, the patient will be in the right hands 
so it is must i feel yeah especially even in the in the in the crisis of uh, the pandemic okay the advocacy was even more uh, realized that it is needed because most of the patients were not getting beds most of the patients were not getting uh, treatment Mo uh, most of the patients were not getting nursing care so it was the nurses who were telling to the administration that this is what is happening at the ground level definitely the doctors were also saying but the nurses understood the holistic part of the patient's emotions and psychology is much better than the doctors because the nurses were more there with the patients okay even what is required or what is not required related to the material that also the nurses know much better because ward management is done by the nurse not by the doctor right so hospital administrator will always be dependent highly on the nurse than the doctor i being a hospital administrator i would be for the patient care for the patient needs i would ask my nursing department first what do you think what what do, what, what are the patients wanting more i think the nurses uh, would be the best uh, link to all uh, departments of the hospital because they are the ones who are linked to everybody so yes it is very 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 important nursing nurses doing advocacy is very very important and it it is a part of their syllabus also the only thing is unfortunately because 80% of our healthcare system is private healthcare and private healthcare doesn't give a good healthy environment for a nurse to advocate for patients that is the irony of our country how unions can play an important role for working nurses yes uh, see earlier uh, when i was a nurse i was not allowed to be a part of a union because i was into a private healthcare i was in a private hospital which was a trust hospital but we were not allowed to be a part of any union but if you see in the public health care nurses are part of unions okay especially in the government hospitals or municipal hospitals so bargaining is more easy or negotiating is more easy when you are when you are in a union okay because a nurse cannot single handedly go in at a individual level and bargain okay now what is that thing which i would say what do you mean by bargain okay that is the most important thing i feel uh, we should understand so the most important thing that any nurse would like to have is a healthy working condition a safe working condition without that it is very difficult for her to work okay so if you see in most of the cases there is lack of autonomy okay for the nursing professionals okay most of the time they will be they will not be having power in their hand they cannot take decisions they are more uh, taking they are more fearful to take any risk because they are sure sure to lose their jobs okay so and most important is that there is so much of workload on them that they hardly have time to even think about these things during their duty hours okay and then they are also not having so much of knowledge about the working conditions what are their rights or what are the uh, hr uh, policies for the nurses so they are not at all uh, knowing about these things and this somewhere i feel 
there creates a lack of support okay internally and lot lack of confidence because they don't have knowledge so when you see the overall thing then it becomes very important to have a union okay but the union should be of professionals it should not be of any political parties there should be no political party union because then it becomes a political event even the negotiations become a political event so i feel the nurses like abroad like in canada or in australia or us there are proper un- nurses unions which are uh, managed by the nurses by the nursing leaders and the negotiations are done for the professional reasons so that becomes more easier for them and because of these unions many nursing acts have come into place which makes uh, nursing practice more easier and good nursing practice is good patient care so it is important since you live in maharashtra there are many vacant leadership positions what is your opinion on this uh recently we did a nursing survey to understand the working conditions of the nurses and the results were so poor that there were thousands of vacancies which are which were not filled for many years second thing they have started getting contractual uh, nurses which is again a very very dangerous i can say to have a contractual nurse because you can understand if she's on a contractual uh, work permit uh, uh, what do you say it is not a work permit is not a right word but if she's on a contract okay and at the same time there is a person who is working for the hospital who is a permanent employee there will be big uh, hard burn for her because she will be drawing very very less salary and also the perks what she would be getting for the same work would be very less and then again it will have a impact on the patient care so that was one big question to us that why are they not filling the vacancies and why are they entertaining more of the contractual labor so we had a meeting with uh, the health minister where we had presented our whole study and he promised that he will fill the vacant positions because most of the positions which were vacant were at the staff nurses level and at the leadership levels so if you see we have uh, in the government system there are two positions which are given to the nurses one is the adhs nursing and one is the sns nursing okay so these are the two positions where under them there are more than 10000 nurses okay definitely there are matrons and all who are going to take care of these 10000 or 5000 nurses but one person cannot manage the policy making administration implementation so somewhere there is a flaw in the public health organizational structure so we need to have a nursing directorate okay a nursing directorate is a place where there will be a leader nurse uh, topmost nursing leader and she will be having at least around 7 to 8 leaders under her who will be responsible to the zones or to the hospitals okay so right now what is happening all the hospitals are managed or all the nurses are managed by one person which is not possible 
so uh, you know it is like one person cannot manage all the nurses okay so that one person also cannot make policy level decisions because she hardly has people under her and without proper structure there cannot be proper policies okay so it is something like without people you cannot have work done so i feel this is the basic problem in the nursing system that we have to create leadership positions okay and the leadership position should be centralized at the centralized level and at the decentralized level so centralized level could be in the uh, ministries and decentralized can be at the zones okay for example we can have uh, the way they have divided the circles in maharashtra okay so every circle should have one nurse leader who will take care of that circle with the medical uh, director whoever is taking care of that circle so in that way it will become easier to manage nursing in maharashtra if you look at india there is only one nursing advisor in the ministry so the whole ministry's organizational chart if you see there is one nurse in that whole chart okay and she is going to see the whole country just imagine is it possible and she is also she is powerless because she is a nursing advisor okay she is not a director so she is not having any uh, powers to uh, orders or change certain things so how can a profession survive without proper leadership without proper autonomous uh, work culture and without proper uh, leadership structure so from if this is not that the basic anatomy is not there from from where the physiology will flow so this is what is missing in nursing i feel thank you very much swati for giving your time for the show and sharing the thoughts and your expertise thank you so much 